Yeah, let's have a testimony. So, give glory to God. Hello, brother. Yeah, Hello, brother Vivek. Yes, please. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I had an incident here you know, uh, three, four weeks back. Um, yeah. It so happened when I left work after six six o'clock, and yep. I was driving on the motorway, and I had a vehicle in front of me that was also you know uh, driving the same speed you know it was eighty, and and he had um, the this vehicle was like a, it was a van, so it was this this van was you know ha, um, having a what do you call this a roof rack that uh, mm -hmm. was. Um, uh, loaded with uh, thermocol. So suddenly with this with this wind, with the wind and all the the end was you know packed in a plastic bag. So suddenly with the wind, you know, the 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 plastic opened and a big sheet of thermocol flew. And it flew and it fell right in front of my car and it bounced back and it bounced back and it and it flew on the other side, on the left hand side. And um, Yes, so I was like I was saved, you know, because because in case if it if it had to uh, it fall on my uh, windshield or uh, sit on my windshield, I would have been blind while driving. Yes. So I got saved from it. So yes, I praise and thank Lord. Thank God, yeah, that's mm -hmm. a mighty miracle. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Brother Vivek. Yeah, Newton, go ahead. Yeah, today it happened that <clears throat> I had to take my wife and leave her at Andheri. Her sister is mm -hmm. not well and we had to travel with the bike. Yep. And as I was traveling on the highway, there was a lot of traffic, a lot of traffic. And after many years, I'm driving a bike after now. And really, I could feel, I felt the Holy Spirit. You know, I had to go to such a such lanes with vehicles at the side. And when mm -hmm. I went through it, I was just flying in the air like my hands left and the bike was automatically going. So I told my mm -hmm. wife, I can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit driving the bike for me. But mm -hmm. the moment I gave this statement, I found that peace in my heart that I never had that peace in me. And it was just moving in me. So it was a confirmed message. The Holy Spirit was with me and I was driving so smoothly. And there are so many vehicles pushing towards me at the side. I felt like they may come and dash me, but everything was so well controlled. And really, I could hear the voice of the Holy Spirit telling me, don't worry, I'm there with you. Go, keep moving, keep moving. It was a very safe journey to and to come back home. And the second thing also, brother, you know, I, I, I like to eat very good. Whenever a good meal is prepared, I like to have good food and tasty food. Mm -hmm. It happened that my wife was attended a get-together and they invited all of us, and it was in the evening. And mm -hmm. uh, like, for example, if Brother Vivek tells me there's a prayer meeting in the evening, Friday night, and be ready. And if anybody calls me for a party, I'll make a plan how to let Brother Vivek a lie to skip that prayer meeting. Because mm -hmm. I want to go and attend and have that food. So that was my behavior first. But that mm -hmm. day, I, I remember I told the prayer group that I'll be playing the guitar at 9 o'clock in the evening for the praise and worship. And my wife, I told my wife, I'm not coming, you go. She said, I'm surprised to know that you are not coming for the first time. After she went, they pressurized her very Newton, call him, call him. She called and told me, see, no problem. You come. Nothing will happen. They will not say anything. You come. So I told her, I can't come because I've given a commitment to the Lord that I'm going to serve him today. And obedience to the Lord is a blessing to yes, me. Absolutely. And you have to be obedient to the Lord, I said. And 100%. my wife 
when my wife came she said newton i'm surprised how do you do it i said jesus told nicodemus unless you are born under the seed falls in the ground and dies and the uh, that verse is not brother was it was yeah it doesn't matter but it's important to know what the word is yeah you should be born again in the spirit i said born this was the thing that previous newton is dead the flesh is dying today and the lord is in me today so i could say i'm not coming for that food but i want to stand and serve the lord because once you're obedient to the because we have to be obedient to the lord disobedience is you you don't get the blessing so i should be here at this moment and she was surprised she said i told her the previous newton is dead and i am a new man in jesus because i'm alive in the lord so i could do it so yes. i want to praise and thank jesus for this grace and also brother whenever things come in my way i get hypered like mummy is uh, reach out to mummy a phone call comes go and give a food i couldn't manage those things but i realized two three days i can handle the things so smoothly and brother i heard a, i heard a holy spirit telling me be cool i am teaching how to handle things be cool and the holy spirit guiding me do this first do that next do this mm. these are the two things which i experience in my life today that my body the flesh is dying and the work of the lord is going on in me so i praise and thank god brother yes as a being as a telling lies getting plan to make lies that is gone and today i praise god for he is in me and uh, i am very happy amen Praise Amen. the Lord. And it's very important, Newton. What you said is yeah. right. When you're obedient to the Lord, then yeah. He blesses you. Because uh, you remember one thing: God has kept you alive only for His yeah. purpose and His plan. Yes. And so when the devil comes and tells you, "Come on, Newton, there's very good food. Please eat. Lovely food is there." Yes. He does not want you to get the food. Perhaps that food may not be good. It may give you a stomach ache or give you all problems. But yes. the point is that when you focus on Christ, nothing in the yes. world can stop you from what your plan is. You see, Amen. So we look at Jesus, and that is all we look at. So as you said, the outward Newton is dead and gone; the inward yes. Newton is growing every day in Christ. Okay, so Amen. Galatians two twenty is what you hold on to. I now, I Newton now no longer lives. It's Jesus, yes. the Lord, who lives in me. Amen. So Christ forever, my Lord. He will walk in. I will always walk in His love. so the Amen. obedience to christ is first once you finish your obedience to god that's yes. when you can go and fulfill the obligations uh, towards man this is what we taught last time it is just the same thing so we yes, have to be obligated first to god yep thanks newton beautiful testimony praise the lord praise the lord brother it's christina yes. here yes christina thank you holy yeah. spirit for uh, the amazing testimonies and for this group and for your daily word and the morning tongues it's been very powerful especially the two keys for making prayer and answered prayer and i learned to know the identity of jesus that i persistently call on in faith believing like bartimaeus that jesus has to stop and answer me thank you jesus thank you brother russell sister shanine and all the participants i've got two testimonies today Yes. Uh, a senior citizen had a problem of ants in her house and had tried various things to get rid of them that hadn't worked and i told her to declare psalm 91 for the problem and she was surprised and said that she actually says it for herself and her family and i said that it speaks of pestilence so declare verses 5 and 6 specifically for the ants which says you will not fear the terror of the night 
or the arrow that flies by day, or the pestilence that stalks in darkness, or the destruction that wastes at noonday. Yep. And uh, then I recall that you and Brother Russell say that it's good to give specific scriptures for the problem, but it's more important yes. to minister the word for spiritual yes, growth. 100%. So yes. I said to her that the word of God in Hebrews 4.12 says it's living and active and sharper than any double-edged sword. Sure. And that once we speak it, it never returns to us empty by Isaiah 55.11. And uh, she said she'd definitely say it. Praise God. And then I looked up and I actually found Psalm 118.11. They surrounded me, surrounded me on every side. In the name of the Lord, I cut them off. And I sent it to her and also to declare for the ants. And praise the Lord. Two days later, she said, thank you, Jesus. There's not even one ant left. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Holy yes, Spirit. Thank you, thank you Jesus. Jesus. And um, a friend had vertigo, and I said a prayer from Brother Amal for seizures by changing the word to vertigo. And the prayer that uh, Brother Amal said is, In the name and authority given to me in the precious name of Jesus, I command the spirit of vertigo and its cause to be completely uprooted and cast into the sea in Jesus' name. Jesus, thank you for doing it, my Lord. You spirit of vertigo and its cause, I rebuke you and I curse you as Jesus cursed the fig tree. Get out in Jesus' name. You have no permission to come back anymore in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, she's completely set free. Father, as this miracle is happening in the power of the Holy Spirit, as written in Romans 4.17, her brain is completely recreated, regenerated, and realigned so that she's able to perform all activities of daily living without problem. In the glorious name of Jesus, amen. Amen. And praise the Lord. The next time I saw her, she said she's much better and hadn't had any symptoms. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Holy mm -hmm. Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank, Thank you, you so Thank much. You. God bless you. Praise ministry. the Lord. God bless you, Minister Father. Thank you. Amen. Yes, I would like to testify. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Father God, I thank and praise you, Lord, for keeping me alive today. And I put a hedge of protection upon the entire President Prayer Group and the families. The precious blood of Jesus cover them and the families and their entire prayer request today. Father, let every prayer, every, every thought or every intention of their heart, the desires of their heart be fulfilled today. Let every desire of the heart be fulfilled. 
because you are our living God who's alive and active in us. You've given us a spirit of courage. And when we ask boldly in the name of Jesus, the Father says yes. And today we believe our miracle is already an answered prayer. The Father says even before we start praying, we get the answer. Thank you, Lord, and praise you, Lord. All the people who give their testimonies, knowing that they stand up for the Lord, even if it is our smallest testimony of their life, they love God, not the preacher. Preacher has nothing in this whole thing. It is only the Lord that you stand for and tell them the whole world should know that how much the Lord has done for you and how much you love the Lord. I thank you, Lord, for answering all my personal prayers as well, every prayer that is answered and giving me more than what I even ask or even imagine with the power that is working within me from Ephesians 3.20. Let that scripture come alive in all our, all our lives and everybody watching me. Thank you, Jesus. I give glory and praise to our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Vivica, I would like to, to give a testimony just yes. to say thank you, Lord Jesus, for every prayer answered in my life. I praise and thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes. Just for the people who surround me, my family, my beautiful husband, yes. the prayer group, everyone in the prayer group. Yes. We all contribute to each other. We all lift each other up. It's, yes. it's the flowing grace of the Holy Spirit that's flowing through each one of us. And I praise yes. and thank yes. you, Lord Jesus. And I'm going to mandate right now, right throughout the world, that your grace and your love and your blessings and your mercy will flow through every single person on this planet. In Jesus' name we pray this and we give you glory, Lord, for the air we breathe, Lord, and you are the one who suffered on the cross to set us all free, all you, free Lord. from Thank every work of the enemy. In Jesus' yes, name, I claim this in everyone's life. Amen, amen, amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Brother, this is June with you. Yes, you Good. Uh, just like, like, like to thank God. My son is today 29 years old. I just can't imagine how the days passed by. I knew 21 years went away and it was just a big miracle. Like, no, yeah, it's just like an opening 21 pages in a book. Huh, so, praise, praise and thank God. I mean, time just flew, time just passed, and everything the Lord is taking care of. So, the Lord can take care of 21 years of me, and I'm still prospering and doing well. I mean, everything without any stress, tension. He is provider, He is my giver, He is my salvation, He is the, yes. my life and my breath, and I don't have to fear. Absolutely. I just send everything to Him, and everything going so well in my life. Praise 100%. God for that. So I just want to thank God for his gracious mercy and, you know, blessings and yes. well, everything that I've got. I just have to ask for it. And I know the invisible member, the, the family is there, the Holy Spirit. I just Holy have to Spirit. whisper. Yeah, I get everything. Praise and thank God and thank the Brisbane group today. In fact, I was again avoiding to give a testimony or give, give a talk, uh, say, uh, express myself. But I don't know. I just came and I had to open my mouth and I speak out, I spoke out. Praise the Lord. That's the Holy Spirit, my dear. <laughs> you can't do it on your own. That's the thing. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you, Jude. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So people who use and, and speak to the Holy Spirit, remember he's a friend who lives in us. So always ask the Holy Spirit for help. 
even if you are doing a work and you do not you having a very difficult decision to make remember james 15 says that if you have any area of your life where you are indecisive you need wisdom say father god i lack wisdom in this area and you bless me let your spirit of wisdom come in me and let the holy spirit guide me so that i receive your wisdom and now i will proceed and make the right decision in the name of jesus so holy spirit you guide me and you'll be surprised that the exact correct decision you will make when the holy spirit comes and guides you so you know people who are cooking also the holy spirit tells you what to put in the food there are so many great testimonies of how the holy spirit is so much a part of our lives he shares with us secrets he says hey tell your child not to do this and sometimes you you once you're so in tune with the holy spirit he starts talking to you but remember the only way to feed the holy spirit and thus our spirit is through god's word so it's very important for us not to skip that time because the food of the holy spirit is the word of god because that's what john 663 says my my word is spirit and it is life so unless until we have the word of god in us that's how the holy spirit becomes active he's a beautiful friend always with us but remember he's a gentleman god he will not push you if you do not say anything to him he will not even force you but if you bring him in your life he will take full control and full charge allow him to come in he is that invisible member of our family and he's always in us to help us thank you jesus for the holy spirit vivek hi this is jenny yeah jenny yeah so i uh, have uh, two small testimonies to give uh, one is uh, you know uh, we we just celebrated saint jude's feast yesterday in our parish uh, and uh, you know we had these nine days of novena and i had to do a reading uh, you know uh, at one of the masses and i was doing this reading after a very long time uh, and uh, you know there were these negative voices just before the reading uh, telling me that you know it's going to get difficult you've lost touch and uh, at the same time i said holy spirit i know one thing for sure that i am reading your holy word and yes. you are going to be with me and you are going to use my vocal cords yes it is you who is going to do this reading i will just give my voice and uh, and you know like a friend like just like just how you mentioned that you know he's like he's, a, he's such a loving friend he just told me just you know i am with you look at your cape you know i was wearing a white cape you know which all the electors have to wear he said just look at your cape and i just looked down and there was this uh, there was this word of god you know the bible printed and there was a, a dove on that so he said just looked at you know at your cape and i looked down and i seen the dove and he said see i am with you and uh, and and i was like you know i literally i felt him talking to me and believe me that reading was one of the best readings you know uh, that i've done so far in my life and it was from the book of romans saint paul to the romans and you know my favorite verse is you know uh, romans 820 you know 828 which is all things work together for the good of those who love god and are called according to his purpose and yes. you know once i did this reading and i came down i was like thank you holy spirit thank you for being there with me and making it so clear you know my i was so patient and so you know i read it so well that i literally felt as if i was preaching the word you know it was so beautiful and uh, once i came down i i just you know like whispered to the holy spirit i wish i could you know read this particular verse you know some day and uh, vivek within two days this reading of you know 828 you know uh, romans 828 uh, mm. was scheduled you know in the next uh, two days of the 
Navina. And uh, the person who was to do that reading suddenly had to go to play a match. So he requested me. He said, "Jenny, can you do this reading for me?" And when I looked at the Bible, I seen this Romans eight twenty eight there, and I was like. Holy Spirit, you really wanted me to do this, and I thank you so much for it. So it was a whisper in my heart, you know, that I wanted to read Romans eight twenty eight, and within two days he gave me again a chance to go on the altar and you know read it. So I praise and thank God that you know he's so close to us. He's so close to us that you yes, know, yes. as humans we we you know we are, we've got this finite uh, thinking. You know, we are not we cannot think the way God thinks. But if we only allow Him to enter, you know. He's there with us, and I praise and thank God that uh, He's given me this gift. And I pray for all those who are, you know, lectors, uh, that you know the Holy Spirit guides them and you know empowers them and yes. takes away every bit of fear that is that the evil one tries to sow in them. You know, yes. especially the new budding lectors, uh, because I usually see them. You know, they uh, they they're very nervous before the reading. You know, so yes. I pray for all such uh, you know young uh, budding lectors that you know the Holy Spirit blesses them. and gives them all the strength and you know wisdom that they need to do their readings well wow and uh, vivek i have one more uh, testimony of uh, a friend of mine whose uh, son was jobless for one and a half year and mm-hmm. uh, you know this family has been through a lot of issues in the past they also have been supported by the svp in the church uh, because of lack of income you know during the pandemic and uh, this boy is a graduate and you know he uh, he is he's, he's a very smart young lad uh the only thing is he was not getting opportunities and the jobs were not coming in so i gave them the i confess holy and you know the jcilm white book i you know got them printed and you know gave it to them and uh they started confessing these scriptures daily and uh in the month of june uh, he attended the interview and uh, he was told that he is selected but after that there was a big pause of you know like two months and finally uh, you know on uh, the, you know 11th of october this uh, boy got a call from uh, you know hdfc bank and he's been given this uh, you know his offer letter and he's joined work so i want to praise and glorify god that uh, you know after a very very long struggle this family has finally seen the you know the the the, the dream of theirs to see their son working in a bank and i praise and thank god for blessing this family uh, and using me as a small instrument in you know helping him get this job at hdfc bank amen thank you jesus thank you Lord. thank you jesus praise you jesus praise you jesus thank you praise the lord brother alina yeah man good yeah. want to praise and thank our brother for providing and protecting us and for yes. for our answered prayers confessing yes. uh, psalms 121 From where will my help come from? My help will come from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Mm-hmm. And I also want to thank and uh, honor Mother Mary for interceding and intervening for us, yes. and uh, Brother Russell for his morning sessions yes. and for your morning reflections, brother. It's so motivating. In fact, today's was like the ultimate. I mean, I mean that uh, you're not alone. That gave so much strength. You know that you're never alone. God is always with you. Thank you, yes. Brother Vivek. Thank you and. God bless. Thank you. Praise Amen. God. Thank you, Hallelujah. Jesus. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Today, Jenny was just sharing about the Holy Spirit. I just want to tell you one thing. I come sometimes after work. Sometimes I used to sit in worship for almost the whole day. You know, Russell would know it. Shanine knows it. The whole day. But sometimes I just come in. I've just changed, and I'm sitting into prayer. And I said, Lord, 
take my body, take my voice, you take over. And you can, in he is, he just takes over and the anointing just flows and I speak and I am so sure, I'm, I'm also not sure how I speak such con- so confidently and, you know, many things just come in. I just want to tell you the Holy Spirit, if you give him a chance in your life and you say, okay, take over, he's just like, you know, you're playing a boxing match in the ring and you're being beaten and he says, just tag me. But remember, he doesn't force you. That is one thing you should remember. The nature of the Holy Spirit is the gentleman God. And he's the servant God. He's here to serve us because Jesus has given him as a gift to us. So he will not force you. So many times when we speak bad words, profane language, or speak our fear, or speak something, we grieve the Holy Spirit. He cries. So he that is a, he's a person. He's not a hate. So we have to be careful with our words and what we use. And especially when you operate in fear, you're grieving the power that God has given in you. Because he said, I'm not giving you a spirit of fear. But you're operating in fear. means you're not doing what the Lord wants you to do. And that's where the Holy Spirit gets grieved. So we say sorry and give him full charge. I tell you, the moment you tag him in, he bashes the devil up left, right, center. Because you got the power, the creative power of God living in us. And I'll tell you things. The Holy Spirit is so personal. Sometimes he starts talking to you. He tells you about your own life and tells you not to do this or do that. He's just involved. He talks and he's there and you listen to him. If you are having that relationship with the Lord, I want you to stand up and give your testimony because you should thank the Lord for the Holy Spirit, a wonderful friend. You may not have your spouse who would love you so much. You not have your children who would love you so much, but there is this wonderful counselor, this wonderful, beautiful friend with you who is there with you all the time. You don't get sleep. You say, Holy Spirit, I want to sleep and immediately you sleep like a baby. Holy Spirit, I'm finding restless and anxiety, very anxious today. And you'll feel that peace and calm in you as if you can't buy it with money. You say, Holy Spirit, I'm wondering how to pay the bills. And suddenly you get a check that would come in or funds would come in to pay off the bills. So Holy Spirit, I need, just need some kind of rest today. And suddenly you'll find time to rest. So if this is happening to you, there is that intimate relationship started with the Holy Spirit. You need to testify and give glory to God because people need to know that you serve a real God. It's not just something where people say, oh yeah, he, it, I think it's just with few people. It's with all of us. So I just want to thank and praise God for the Holy Spirit in my life too. I'm just sharing with you how I pray. I say, Holy Spirit, take over. So we need to give it to him and say, you take over. So yeah, please, I don't want to take away testimony time. Please stand up and testify. Thank you, Pastor Ravi. Lawrence here. Yeah, Lord, it's good. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Ah. I want to testify two things. Yes. Uh, yes. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Uh, one thing is uh, because I, I, in our house last 20 days, we are uh, going uh, renovation, painting, repairing work. So everything is uh, our um, every uh, items in our uh, here and there. No? So yesterday, yes. uh, yesterday, before yesterday, my son came and asked me, I asked her mom, uh, can you see my wallet? Uh, he told her, no, we, we didn't see it. You Where where you put it? He said, in the, just in, in the bedroom. And he was searching, searching, searching. And I was just uh, uh, asking, Holy, Holy Spirit, please help him. Please, please see me, where is this wallet? Because in this wallet, 
not money but his aadhar card pan card driving license everything is there so it is very important so i told him just you you, you search in your bag your your laptop bag you will find there and he he searched and he said told me no no it is not there and he was searching here and there i just gone and uh, i whispered prompts me to search that bag particular bag and i got and i had put in the bag just what came in my hand that about wallet i found that wallet in that bag and thanks to holy spirit he big guy he helped me that time thank you praise the lord Uh, and i any, anything anything any time i just pray to uh, speak to the holy spirit and he just guided me to find the thing and one more testimony i find every morning when i wake up in the prayer i just give surrender to myself and i told my lord father i want to preach the gospel in front of here hindi in, in yes. I, i want to preach in hindi yes and what what happened when i go to yesterday i go to the paint shop hmm, to because due to painting is going on so there is one boy that they are they are working this in paint shop and uh, mm-hmm. he told me brother uh, you are preparing for diwali and i told no 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 we are not we are not hindu we are christian and we are preparing for uh, just uh, christmas oh you are christian i am also christian but i am hindu converted and uh, <coughs> so he told me and i told you you, you know english or hindi I told, i he told me i know i know hindi so i i gave him number and i told me i was i was in that time sitting hindi teaching sling hmm? so he told me brother can you teach teachers in the bible about jesus about and uh, i i told i told oh, yes i can teach them i can teach you but he told me we have 12 people all are hindus but converted we want oh, to uh, learn part. about jesus so can you give one one day in weekly 9:30 9:30 to 10 pm every thursday and i told uh, you have zoom he told me no brother we don't have the zoom because everyone is not everyone some people are very poor they have just mobile so we have the conference through conference can you teach us yes i don't okay you sure he so told me after diwali i will come your home and uh, i i we will arrange the meeting then we will do start teaching us praise god praise god thank you lord jesus thank so you diwali after you. diwali there are 12 12 people Yes, I want to teach them Hindi. Amen. And go ahead because that's twelve souls to win for Christ. I mean, that's Thanks. a big yes. Thank you, Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Torrance. Thank you. Yes, yes. I have always been uh, teaching Hindi. Amen. Hallelujah, brother. Yes, please. Go. I want to uh, yes, I want to thank and praise my Lord because of his faithfulness and his mercies are new every morning. And uh, yesterday uh I I was privileged to see my angel. And I I know we all have angels and uh, guardian angels are there but yesterday for the first time I saw not with my physical eyes but with my in my spirit I saw my angel a new specially assigned angel. and uh, and that angel helped me throughout the day and the storm which was meant to disturb the family just passed off easily peacefully so i thank yes, and praise the lord for his gracious kindness towards me and yes even today i ask the holy spirit lord please help me with my cooking let it be healthy and i was thinking how mama mary would cook food for jesus and i kept praying we are eating the precious body and drinking the precious blood of jesus and no weapon formed against us shall prosper 
and we all are being renewed and rejuvenated in the love and mercy of God, our Father, Lord Jesus, and Holy Spirit. Amen. All Amen. glory to Thank the you. Trinity, Lord. Amen. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, if the Holy Spirit is talking to you to testify, please testify. This is your time. Do not stop him because he is speaking and giving glory. So let's let's just do it. Thank you, Lord. Brother, this is J&K, brother. Yes, good. Uh, I like to thank the Holy Spirit. After the last Friday's uh, meeting, I had a great anointing uh, that I was uh, awake the whole night. I could not sleep. I was uh, just sitting with the uh, teaching and was writing the notes. And I also thank the Holy Spirit for his presence in whatever work I do. I, can, I could feel the presence. Uh, usually yes. I prepare myself for the meeting. Before meeting, I will pray with the Holy Spirit. I have to attend the rosary. I have to finish my work. And then I have to attend the place of worship. So I usually I pray. And so everything goes on peacefully. Yes. Without any disturbance. And I should thank the Holy Spirit. Whatever work I do, I can feel his presence. Even Amen. while cooking That's also, good. I can feel. Amen. So good. Wow, so present, so great. Again, it's so wonderful to have the Holy Spirit in our lives. Just so wonderful. You can't explain, words can't explain. Praise God. Thank, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Please, God. Anyone else would like to testify? Brother Vivek, I would just like to praise and thank God Almighty for having introduced me to this group. He worked his ways in how I was introduced to this group. And because of which, I can definitely say there's a change in me. There's a change in my outlook towards things. There's a change. I mean, he's equipped me with the right wisdom, the right discernment, and it's all because of the Holy Spirit. Uh, there have been times where I have I've had certain kind of dreams or maybe nightmares, and I know that this is not from the Lord. He's equipped me wherein I've gone back to your past teachings, brother, and I've immediately come back and said the deliverance prayer, or I have said the prayer after, the, the, after your teaching for marine spirits. So yes. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for immediately, you know, redirecting my thinking that I need to rebuke the situation and keep my focus on God Almighty. I just want to thank Lord again for uh, giving me this hunger, this thirst to go more deeper into his word because I, I find my peace in the Bible. I find my peace in him talking to me directly. And that, that is only when I read the word of God. Like all my situations, all my answers are there. So yes. I just want to say thank you. And, and like your teaching last week, I, I mean, my entire 
there's a it's like a relationship i am i say god almighty is my father jesus is my my elder brother and holy spirit is my best friend so i have these three strong relationships that i'm moving ahead in life with knowing that no matter what i have their hand of protection over me and that's all i need so i just want to give glory and thanks to god almighty for all that he has done for us and i know and i know and i believe that he'll always be there with us thank you god thank you Uh, Brother Vivek, I like to at this journey. I like to thank um, Jesus for His precious blood. Yes, over every one of us and um yeah he's he's just changed our lives i like to i just like to just tune in every day he's he give me so much um peace and even in my just, just like i am he likes to i like to invite him in for that uh that psalm 139 23 to 24 search me oh god know my heart try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me to way everlasting so, you know, every now and then, just like a normal man, a sinner, I sometimes find myself sort of like oh, going back into doubts and stuff like that. But I just snap out of it after a while because I know the Holy Spirit is sort of like, he's, re- he's uh, answering my, my worries, my uh, fears and stuff like that. And say, it's all right, I've got it covered and stuff like that. And this is why I, um, uh, I don't have, to, I don't really, um, have, I'm very confident though, even though in uncertainty, it sort of like makes me sort of like, uh, uh, I have a different outlook when it comes to uncertainty worries now. I sort of like uh, feel kind of like, a, uh, as, as um, Brother Johnson said, if you, you change in attitude, it makes you sort of like uh, growing like joy because you know something's going to happen that's going to be good. And it's always, and it's always like that. So, um, yeah, he's just it's changed my life, and um, every one of you that were testifying, I, I just, uh, it just there's little bits of fragments of what user experience I have experienced. So um, yeah, it just gets me um, peace and joy all the time, and yeah, there's all the gifts covered by him, and I yeah, praise God, and I thank you for the teachings, and I thank um, uh, Russell for this though. Uh, a topic that we saying on um, in Wednesday that was a that was a good uh, insight about you know people coming down from overseas making a a new uh, way of life in other countries and stuff like that. That was a good. Please uh, going back to that and sort of like refreshing. That was really good. So um, yeah, thank you, thank you everyone. Thank God you, bless. thank you, Jesus. Hello, brother. This is Viva. Yes, yes. Uh, I like to uh, praise and thank Jesus uh, for we had made a prayer of agreement on the 17th of September yes. when you did that. And uh, my sister was having a lot of uh, disturbances in her family and her husband uh, drinking. And I made that prayer 
and there are a lot of changes seen in him and you know and there's peace and happiness in the family so i'd like to praise and thank the lord for that praise god and thank you. uh and even for my daughter like uh, she's 20 and uh, she has her own uh, mindset like she's always into her studies but uh, you know now we have the online masses and uh, she she's not happy to sit down for it and and she doesn't like repetitive prayers but every time i just cast the sp spirit that is in her and i say thank you jesus you will bring her and you will make her sit and say the prayers with us and as soon as i said that she came out of her room and she joined us and even Praise this God. week uh, we have booked mass at church and she said she's happy to come with us so i'd like to praise and thank the lord thank for this changes yes. in her yes and uh, even yes and even i prayed for a job for my nephew and uh, he's gone back into the line where he was he's just a call back because he was in this line where he used to take uh, tourists and all and it has just started opening up and today he got a call so i like to praise and thank the lord and i know he has opened up all the doors for him yes thank and, you lord. Uh, thank you jesus and i even want to thank jesus i had applied for a interview a job for a teacher and I went through two interviews and I, I, I said, thank you, Jesus, for I got the job. But I got an unsuccessful reply from them. But I don't know. I just, I didn't feel upset or anything. But I just praise and thank the Lord because I said, Jesus, you know what is best for me because you have the best plans for me. Yes. And uh, yes, and even, but I, two days back, I was thinking, oh, I, should I call and check with them? Like, you know, what was the reason I was unsuccessful? Because I've gone for these interviews from past two, three years for the same place. And uh, and every, I called and there was no reply. And yesterday again, I said, okay, I will call. Uh, but maybe I said, Holy Spirit, if the person picks and replies, you want me to get the answer. If not, I will never think again of calling back. So... I didn't get any answer, but I know that the Lord has the best plan for me. Yes. And he 100%. has something better yeah. for me. So yes, I just want to praise yeah. and thank the Lord for that. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, anyone I, else? Hi, Vivek, uh, Savio here. I would like to praise the Lord for his uh, hedge of protection on each and every member of the Brisbane prayer group yes. and his precious blood that he pours on us. Uh, and for all the, all the little things that at times we, we take it for granted, the, yes. the very breath that we have, we are living today. Um, I would also like to praise God for all the destiny helpers for his protection uh, in our lives. There's been a, a few, a, quite a few instances, uh, some of them uh, being at, at my place uh, for quite a while. I've been wanting to get certain renovations and fence work done. Uh, and I was not able to for a while. 
and recently we've had a, a new neighbor who's moved in uh, next door and uh, on speaking with them, they were, they were quite um, uh, happy to share the cost and, and do the fence work and uh, take care of it. Um, so I would like to okay. praise God for, for that, you know, which was, which was then possible to get it done in, in such a short time. Um, also would like to praise God for certain insights where uh, uh, I wouldn't have had otherwise had that certain uh, thoughts come to my mind to check on certain things where the Holy Spirit has brought it to my mind to, you know, why don't you go and check these certain things? And it has come to my mind. And then when on checking them, I found things uh, are not right. And the very thought that, okay, you know, this doesn't look right. And, and the indication to go on, go and, and investigate or, or, or check on certain things is uh, something that I'm very happy that I have been able to do. And I praise the Holy Spirit for giving me that, that wisdom to be able to go and uh, understand and check on these things and bring to my mind. Also, uh, another instance uh, of a destiny helper where we wanted to renovate a bathroom for a while uh, and we were trying to get various quotes. Uh, eventually, we, we got quite a large number of, um, of people, workers who were um, uh, the handymen who, were, who had come and given us quotes. And quite a few of the quotes were very high and out of our budget. So we couldn't really uh, afford that in, in that way. Uh, but a destiny helper came uh, by and he gave us a much better quote uh, to be able to renovate uh, our bathroom. Once again, uh, when I look at this, I see it as, as a way for uh, the Holy Spirit guiding me to get the bathroom work done. Uh, and what I mean by that is as, as this person, this handyman started to break uh, and renovate the bathroom, what he discovered behind the bathroom was the, the there was water that had seeped through and it had gone behind the walls of the bathroom and the frame, the wooden frame behind the bathroom was eaten up and soaked in water uh, and it was eaten up over time uh, by the white ants. So, okay. yeah, so I, I, through that, I would like to praise and thank God because it was because through this channel that of the Holy Spirit guiding me that I need to renovate and get the bathroom renovated that I then discovered these other things that were happening. And I would like to thank and praise God because through this channel, I was able to find the root cause of the problem and find out and actually discover the white ants uh, much in advance uh, and also the protection because the white ants could have spread across the entire house, across the all the frames, the wooden frames in the house, and it yes. could have destroyed the house. So yes. uh, I would God. like to yeah, praise God for his protection and for these destiny helpers who have come by and, and have made these things possible in our lives. So thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We all have destiny helpers and God keeps providing us destiny helpers. We open up today that the Lord provides destiny helpers in our lives so that they help us in whatever way possible with our finances, with our problems in life, with areas of health. So you'll see destiny helpers in this week.
that will come in. I pray that the Holy Spirit releases that is the destiny helpers in our life and they come in and help us. So we did a whole teaching on destiny helpers. If someone would like to understand it, just understand how a destiny helper plays a role and what different types of destiny helpers you could have in your life. And remember, they always have a plan to come in our life, do their job and leave. So their purpose is only to finish that or introduce you to or get you out of a problem and wait till you're out of it and then they move on. So it's, it's uh, sometimes there's a destiny helper all the time helping you. But it's our greatest thing is the Holy Spirit who is in us, always that helper, always waiting to help us. So today, as we understand only one thing, let us ask the Lord for help. Ask the Holy Spirit, please help me. Okay. Many times if you are lost, ask him to find ourselves. So it's very important. Many times we don't lose our direction in life. It's important that we realize that we need and we have a guide in us. So you may be holding a very powerful position as a principal or as a director or as a very senior person. Remember, this is a blessing from God to you. Few people get these positions in life and you've got to take this position with total power and understand that you need to be humble enough to allow the Lord to work in your life. Never allow pride to come in because that can destroy your position because that is given to us only because God has found favor in us. So he gives us, he found us faithful in little things. He blesses us with a very big position. So we should thank God for the jobs and the positions we have in our life so that we could have a blessing over the others because we influence the life of others with the position we hold in life. So never take advantage of it and always be first obedient to God and then uh, ensure that we finish our obligations towards men. That's what we learned last. It's first God in our life and then anyone else. Thank you, Jesus, uh, for this wonderful testimonies. And uh, yeah, is there anyone else? I hope I've not missed out anyone. Is there someone or else we can start our teaching today? We've got a lot of cover, a lot to cover. Let's start our teaching for tonight. Uh, today, we're going to talk of the Lord's direct treasure. Now, one of the most beautiful things of anyone, okay, I always pray every day for the gift of wisdom. And that's the greatest gift that you would ever have in life. Because if you have God's wisdom in you, just like Solomon, you'll always have everything you need. You'll be always be materially rich because you'll always be rich because you make right decisions. You'll always have the peace which we all need where people are in trying times of anxiety, you know how to use God's wisdom. And you'll always go out confidently knowing that God is in control because you trust the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding. So it all starts from having the fear of the Lord. How do you get this and how do you qualify for this? Okay, And it's the greatest gift anyone could ever get is to have the fear of God. Okay, Because you do not say, say I'll just give you a simple example you have all the authority even, you know, to do anything. Like you have all the funds with you. You have all the stationery with you. You can do anything. You could just take some few pens home or take some, you know, something, you know, nobody want, would even bother to look at you. But when you know that God is watching you, then you will do your job with total obedience because you know it's not man that you fear. You fear the Lord himself. Anytime evil thoughts come into your body, 
say suppose a thought comes which is absolutely not from god like a pornographic thought or thoughts which are like kill or hurt or fear or or cause damage to someone okay and you are the devil is trying to induce you to do something which is wrong immediately you realize from the holy spirit that your body is not yourself it you have bought with a price and this body does not belong to you even the breath of life is not yours it is all from god so then you realize that i can't do this lord this is not from you i'm sorry and i repent and i go back into the lord so all this can only come when you have the fear of god in you if there is no fear in of god in you then you'll say why should i fear i'll do everything and god is always there with me so that's how the devil tricks us remember you cannot outsmart the devil but you can understand his strategies because he has schemes and we should not fall apart of so tonight we'll understand what are the conditions we need to meet to get into the get the fear of god so now the lord's treasure fear is a very very powerful word and i'm sure all of us whenever someone hears the word fear it would never get you a positive thing but definitely a negative thing at all times of our life we fear fear comes from every factor of life fear could be crossing the road there's a fear of you know traveling by planes there's a fear someone in the night they get scared to sleep with the lights um lights off i was one of them so you know i got uh, i got delivered from by the lord but i just tell you there's a fear of ghosts there's fear of dead bodies the fear of you know uh, going by you know going by cycle or even by motorbike there's fear everywhere the fear of losing your job fear of failure fear of rejection so there's all kinds of fear and fear in its own sense is negative it does not bring you a positive response there is fear and and we all face fear but there is a kind of fear that grips us and does not allow us to move and that is the kind of fear where satan has tried to get us completely in it hooked into it that fear paralyzes us and i've been part of it as well and i know for a fact that you feel so uh, insecure when you have that fear because you deal, you realize you can you're just you know you lose that very confidence of your own self and the very very confident that christ has given you that says that i can do all things through jesus christ who strengthens me but when you live in the fear of the lies of the devil and live in a stronghold that's when the devil puts fear after fear in us now fear by itself is a negative thing so as i said you could have fears of different kinds fear of man you could be scared of a principal or a boss or your own spouse or your own children or your colleagues uh or all the fears are unhealthy but they are uh but there can be certain fear that uh, is is what is needed in our life and the fear that we are talking today is the fear of the lord okay now negative fears i'm sure all of us have faced it have you have you faced fear any time yes vivek definitely if you like when you face fear like you face a fear of a rejection say you're doing something you're meeting and and putting a proposal in front of a powerful person and you're scared of what if it doesn't go through there's a fear right yes okay we are applying for a job many times you're scared or there's a fear what if i fail this yes now many times the fear is is the fear is not even real as we just did a kind of a reflection i think yesterday uh where we felt that you know many times we don't we just are so scared about our own lives that we just wonder why did we ever fear god took care of everything 
So it's important for us to realize that we don't need to worry. God is in total control. Just let's allow him to take, just surrender to him. And you say, Lord, you take over. Now, I would tell you sometimes when you're crying to God from a situation, okay, which is very difficult to understand, you cry from that situation the way you are. Today, we sang a hymn. You may be wondering, I take hymns which are very simple. Come as you are. I surrender. You know, uh, it's very important to understand that the Lord calls us the way we are. He doesn't want us to change. Do not be tempted by the devil who says, first you need to change, first you need to become holy, and then come to God. It doesn't work that way. God said, I'm not come for the righteous, I come for sinners. So I qualify. I can't stand here and say, I preach and I'm a, I'm a righteous man. No, none of us are righteous. But one thing is clear, we are made righteous by Jesus Christ. Righteousness means right standing with God because of, the, because of what happened on the cross. So tonight we are going to understand how do I get the fear of the Lord? And how do I apply and how do, how do I know that there's someone watching over every move of my life and helping me to proceed? So, so as we know, fears can, can paralyze us. Uh, but then let's understand how can the fear of the Lord help us? So many people don't realize what you mean by fear of the Lord. Why should I fear God? And all, you know, why sh- the fear we are talking about is on the positive side of God that he is with me, I revere him, I give him that kind of reverence, and I give him that kind of respect, that I love him so much, that my love for God is so much, that he is everything, that I can't do anything wrong because he is in me. If the Lord is in me, I have to do what he tells me to do. So I do not know what to do unless the word of God is inside me. Others, how do I know what is right or what is wrong? Okay, Let's take our first scripture for today. It's Isaiah chapter 33 verse 6. Tonight's teaching, if you all go through it, we'll understand one thing. And one of the best blessings in life is to have God's wisdom. And God's wisdom starts from fear of the Lord. So having his wisdom will help you in your business, it'll help you in your professional life, it'll help you in your actual daily life. Having God's wisdom is the best thing. But it all starts with fear of the Lord. And so let this teaching help all of us uh, and all who are listening and all those who are making, taking notes. And he will be the security and stability of your times. A treasure of salvation, wisdom and knowledge. The fear of the Lord is your treasure. Praise God. The fear of the Lord is your treasure. Okay. And here the word says it's his treasure. Indicating here that the fear of the Lord is not something to be despised. It's God's treasure that he is sharing with his people. Okay. So that's our treasure that we have because he's sharing it with us. Now, many Christians seem to believe that the fear of the Lord is something from the law of the Old Testament. It does not exist in the New Testament. It's all about the Old Testament. Okay. And many, many people also go on to act as if we don't need the fear of the Lord in our lives at all. It's very, very old-fashioned and it's not required. Now, this is totally unscriptural and totally incorrect. Let's look at a simple fact from uh, scripture about the fear of the Lord. Now, these are important scriptures as we discuss. So let's understand, if you fear the Lord, you truly love God. You're giving your whole self to him 
and you have made him first in your life the one who makes jesus first in your life the word word of god first jesus is the word in your life first it starts with your own marriage your marriage will be blessed put an amen to this because your marriage is blessed because you have jesus as the center of your marriage he is everything to you your work life will be blessed because jesus is the center of your job when he becomes first do you know the holy spirit's only role is to make jesus christ alive in our life his role is to make jesus more real than our very situations of life when jesus christ becomes alive in a situation that's the time your miracle has come to pass jesus whenever he walks in there's a miracle whenever he comes in there's a miracle but for him to come alive that's where the holy spirit will equip us with the word of god to make jesus alive when i realized that my lord is greater than my problem that's the time the problem diminishes and god increases when i realized that my jesus my, the word of god is more powerful than my joblessness that's when the job comes in when i realized that jesus is greater than my greatest disease that's when the healing comes in at every point of time the holy spirit makes jesus more real than our situation of life it could be any situation and that's why the lord is needed at all times and we talk to the holy spirit but his main role is to talk about jesus and what he has done for us and make jesus christ real to us now the real the realness can only come when there is fear of god how would you hear the voice of god unless until you know he's talking there are so many voices that play in our head there's a how there's a human voice there are evil spirits that talk to us there are demons that talk to us there are angels that come and talk to us there is the holy spirit that talks to us it's a crowded place but if we do not have the fear of the lord then we will not be able to listen and understand because you need god's wisdom to have to understand god's word and very importantly to have the spirit of discernment we need to pray for the spirit the gift of spirit of discernment many times the voice that speaks to us okay it could be a deceptive voice it's the evil one who's trying to speak and say i am holy spirit speaking holy spirit will never try anything wrong you will never feel um, you know insecure or you will never feel that there is something you know that you are doing you know which the lord will try the lord would never do something which is out of his word the holy spirit will perform everything or do everything according and in accordance with the word of god many times the voice that speaks to us could be a deceptive voice but if we don't have the spirit of discernment this is a spiritual gift in 1 corinthians chapter 12 and we pray for this tonight that all of us get this gift of the spirit of discernment it's a very important gift for us to understand so i'll give you an example if you are doing a transaction with somebody and you do not know whether the person you are dealing with is a very uh, whether the person is genuine or he is a counterfeit or a fake or a fraud you definitely need the spirit of discernment to discern whether this transaction is from god or it is from the evil one now this discernment can only come and it's a spirit special spiritual gift so tonight when we understand the fear of the lord the greatest wisdom of god is the fear of the lord so that is the starting point of getting the wisdom of god so let us all understand this that once you have god's wisdom things will start moving 
now god's ways are not man's ways one of the one things that people would teach us is that you can do a little bit of cheating here you could tell a little bit of lies here you can cheat a little here tell something here and keep doing it not a problem but the lord does not love it because you are grieving the holy spirit so what we need to do is do what is right in the eyes of god because he will bless us it is not we who are blessing it is not ours it's his lord all that i have is yours that's why jesus take all of me and give me all of you it's not jesus take some of me take all of me all all means my spirit my soul and my body take everything all sides of me and give me all of you fill me up with your okay let's go to psalms 19 verse 9 now we're going to go deep into this it's going to be a wonderful teaching for those who really want to understand how do we get into the fear of the lord it will be beautiful so it's psalm 19 verse 9 the fear of the lord is clean enduring forever the judgments of the lord are true they are righteous altogether so the fear of the lord is clean enduring forever that's what we need to hold on to okay it's clean and it endures forever okay so this is very important we'll take another scripture that uh, we be just the word enduring forever is important in that the second scripture would take here is proverbs 23 verse 17 it's a very beautiful teaching for people who really would want to pay attention to it and gain a lot from this it's a very powerful teaching in the spirit realm especially to get the fear of god in us when you have his wisdom you will never lack anything you will always be prosperous do not let your heart envy sinners who live godless lives and have no hope of salvation but continue to live in the reverent worshipful fear of the lord day by day so the fear of the lord is forever we saw the first scripture and it's it's for all day long it's not just one for some particular time in our life in other words there is no time in your life when you should not be in the fear of the lord you should be in the fear of the lord all the days of your life period full stop no questions asked now we are going to go deep in this so you're going to be asking me how about what let's go and you know get to the depth of this and understand how can we be in the fear of the lord all the days of our life because god is here to bless us he's not here to take away things from us there is something in our life that is not working well which we are doing where god is not happy now we got to understand that and get to understand how to be in the fear of the lord every day of our life okay so one thing is many people have a negative view of what is meant by fear of the lord every time we talk of this he says fear of the lord no no i don't like to hear the word fear of the lord but to understand what it means it will begin by ruling what it is not so first the fear of the lord is not natural fear it's not the kind of fear you get uh, when you experience or uh, say in your car is going to crash or if you're drowning in a swimming pool so secondly the fear of the lord is not a demonic fear it is not something that is influenced by the spirit of fear or demon 
So, so one people have to get it very clear that this is not a demonic kind of fear because you need to know the truth. So unless you know what it is not, then you'll know what it is. So we're going to what it is not, you see. The second part, as I said, it's not a demonic spirit. Uh, but then what is the fear of the Lord? Okay. Now we have this scripture that we use and I confess boldly, 2 Timothy 1.7. So I guess we all know it, but still it's important. What is the fear of the Lord? So we know God has not given us a spirit of fear. I know we speak this all, but for people who really want to know the scripture, 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of sound judgment okay. and personal Good, good. And personal discipline, abilities that result in a calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. Amen. Now, we very clearly know, and now this is a very important scripture. Anytime fear comes in, this is a very, very soothing scripture that tells you God has not given me a spirit of, or a spirit of fear or timidity, but a power, love and a sound mind. So I very clearly know that anytime fear that is coming in, which is not real fear, which is gripping me, or this fear is taking me away from my goal of life. If I get scared to get up and go to work because I'm scared of losing my job, that fear is not from God. God has not given you a fear in you. If you're scared to drive the car, you're scared it's going to crash. And you know, there's different kinds of fear. Nothing ha happens all the time, but it's only this fear that grips you. Like Jenny had a testimony, fear of going out and speaking the word of God. Okay. The devil tries to get us this kind of fear for no reason so that he, we can play with our minds and put us into emotional stress. Many of us don't even realize we all lived our life till today. All of us today are listening. Okay. Either here or YouTube or us, we're going to be listening to this teaching till today. You have been living. God has provided you are alive. You're breathing. Everything is perfect. You still have food on your table. Okay. You may have something less here. Maybe have something less there, but you still have everything you need in life. Okay. If that is you and you believe that God has given you all you need in life, put an amen now because God will provide. He is the provider. Okay. If he has provided for your life, stand up and say, thank you, Lord. Amen. Because he will continue to provide all the days of your life. And always, you'll always have all you need in this life. Maybe you'll not have all your wants. Who wants the wants? We want all our needs to be met. So he'll give us everything. And I pray Philippians 4.19 gets activated in our lives. Okay. Now we go to another scripture there. As far as fear is concerned, we're going deeper into this teaching. 1 John 4 verse 18. By the way, the ones who put an Amen, you believe you receive. Okay. Because it's yours. When you claim it, you get it. So, with so many times it happens and I'm praying for someone and we say, Amen. Someone else also claims that anointing gets it. So it's, it's for everyone. It's your faith and it lives only on faith. So fear, fear of the Lord is something we are going to learn today. There is no fear in love. Bread does not exist. But perfect, complete, full-grown love drives out fear. Because fear involves 
the expectation of divine punishment. So the one who is afraid of God's judgment is not perfected in love and has not grown into a sufficient understanding of God's love. Okay, so one thing is very clear. We very clearly know here, perfect love casts out all fear. Imagine if there's true love in you. Just try to understand this one line. Okay, perfect love casts out all fear. It drives out all fear. So this real love of God in you, they cannot be fear. They cannot be love and fear. There are two opposite kingdoms. Love and fear. Now the fear I'm talking about of God is a different kind of fear, which is a holy fear, which is where you revere God and you worship and Him and you know that His word holds supreme in your life. It goes ahead of you. Uh, the, the fear that I'm talking about, the one which is not from God, which is a tormenting fear. A tormenting fear is not a, a, a spirit of God. It's an evil spirit that is tormenting you. Now we all get tormented because the battle is not with a visible enemy, it's with the invisible enemy. Okay. As I shared with you, some of you, as I, I feel in my spirit, who do not get sleep in the night, who get weird dreams in the night, okay, who get sometimes, uh, you know, unhealthy dreams or, you know, there's, you know, I did a teaching called, you know, marine spirits. And I want you to like to, if someone wants to understand this, how the devil tries to use spirit husbands, spirit wives in the dreams and how there are even spirit children. And this is all scriptural and gone scripture by scripture. And there's a prayer at the end to break and cast out and destroy this kind of a, it's a very powerful prayer in the spirit realm. You can do that teaching and go through that. And you'll realize that you cannot allow the devil to come into your dreams. If he's coming in and trying to do something, he's trying to torment you. And if you fall into his fear or into his trap, he will take advantage and he'll come in as a stronghold. So when he gets in as a stronghold, he will hold you up there. A stronghold means there could be some area of your life where you are not forgiven. There is bitterness and he keeps allowing you, keeps that wound fresh. He keeps on putting salt in it to make it more painful. And if you do not allow God's love to come in, that fear will continue. So that is torment. That is not the fear of God. Okay. So true love casts out all fear. So this true love of God, there cannot be the fear of the evil one. Okay, so tormenting fear is from the devil and it has no place in the life of any believer or, or any Christian. The greatest remedy for a tormenting fear is the true fear of the Lord. The real fear of the Lord is to get the devil out. Okay, so the fear of the Lord is also not the fear of man. Now, many of us think the Lord delivers us from the fear of man and enables us to show respect and honor for God at all times. So the best way to describe the fear of the Lord is awe. We have this beautiful hymn we sing. Savio, you heard this? I stand in, stand in awe of you. Yes. So that beautiful hymn has got everything. This Your beautiful beyond description. Too magnificent for words. He says, I cannot explain. My words cannot explain how wonderful you are. You're beyond comprehension. So even an artist cannot imagine and say how God is for you. Now, when you realize and you reach that phase of life where God is everything for you and you realize that I'm nothing actually. I'm just nothing. I'm just living in a world where I go to work, come back, meet my family, go to sleep. I have a weekend, spend time here and there, again, do the same routine again. And I realize that this continues from 
youth right till old age and one day you die and go so it's so important for us to realize that when everything belongs to god we don't live in a world where we can take anything from him nothing belongs to us but sadly we are so much attached to this world that we cannot detach and we think that oh my god if i fear what if i lose a job what if i lose income what if i you know everything is like i need to be attached to it and what the lord says detach and just attach my yourself to me so unless you have the love of god in your life that love will totally cast out fear because you realize what if i lose one job god will get me 100 jobs what if i something goes wrong god will take care of it he'll turn it around my for my good um romans 8:28 one of the best scriptures in all situations god works for the good for those who love god and who are called according to your, according to his purpose your life may be a terrible mess now you may be going through such a storm in life or such a stage of life where you do not know whom to talk to or what to do but i will give you an answer romans 8:28 is one scripture which you hold on to in a situation where there is no answer that you are going through the pits of life where there is even your best friend or your best spouse or your, every person in your life is against you and you are all alone i held on to that scripture it got me out all the time and i tell you this is important for us to realize that the holy spirit is the only one who can take us out of situations which you can even imagine the word of god is really powerful i'm just sharing this with you if you miss a meal it's okay but don't miss the word of god let that always be in your heart okay so let's understand and let's get the fear of the lord in us today's teaching will bless us if we just continue and stay on let's go because the scriptures are real they help me a lot okay so as we said the awesomeness of god is beautiful when we sing that hymn but to express the our reaction to majesty to power to the holiness of god is something that you can't put in words another word that we always use for fear of the lord is reverence reverence is response to a revelation of god now you cannot demonstrate reverence without a revelation okay you need to have a revelation from god when god reveals himself that's the only response to reverence to his reverence now someone who has seen jesus christ on the cross in a vision someone has actually seen jesus you know coming in and talking to you you can actually feel the hand of god in you where you could actually feel a demonstration of god himself coming through a destiny helper and helping you when you least expected help you didn't even expect something to happen god walks in and changes the situation this can happen to anyone now when you feel that reverence of god and you know that presence now you can't explain the presence of god but you know he is there okay you know he's there though you can't see him you know he's there that is the point of reverence because you have felt the revelation of god in you now i'm i'm sure there's someone who has experienced the love of god okay if that is you please say amen or glorify god you know because it's important for us to realize that god comes in different formats and many times we feel that reverence and reverence can come when there is a revelation from god so revelation is very creative critical in this so unless there's a revelation then you have an appropriate a response of reverence now when us i'll just give you an example if the president of the country is passing by 
Okay, Savio, I'm sure you're there. Yes. If the president of the country passes by, okay, we yes. don't have a president, we have a prime minister. But let's let's forget Australia, take any other country. Okay, if uh, if, if it's USA and the president yes. is passing by. Yes. Okay. What kind of reverence would be there when he's passing by? He's got a battalion, he's got his troops, he's got every kind of security that is there. There's a whole army that is coming by. Are you getting me? Yes. But he comes out and says, hi, Savio, how are you? And he gives his hand to you. Now, what would you look at him and say? Is that, you know, that's a kind of reverence, right? That there's a guy, yes. such a powerful man who's standing yes. in front of me with so much of armed armies. He chose to come and talk to me. Yes. Now, this is a precedent in the flesh. We're talking about God himself who cannot be seen, but you can feel his presence. Imagine yes. your kind of reverence for a person who's God. Are you getting me? Yes. So this kind of reverence only comes when you truly love God. That's when you know he's watching your every move and he's there to protect you. Today, Vincent gave one testimony of how, you know, something could come on his windshield and if it was on his windshield, that's, his, that's the end. I know how it is when you're driving on a, on a, especially on a motorway. But how the love of God saved him. And he realized that it's God's love alone that saved him and he gave a testimony. That is important that he glorified God. But it's also important to realize that the, God, that the Lord is looking at us and looking at us every moment. It's important we realize that every morning we wake up, put the precious blood of Jesus upon not only your family, but on the Brisbane prayer group and the entire family, because the Brisbane prayer group is your extended family too. You may not meet anyone, but you're connected in one spirit. I may not see many people here, but I, they know me, I know them, because we're connected in spirit. So it's important that we pray for one another and allow God's love to be in us. That is only possible when the fear of God is in you, because you know his presence is so awesome. He is with you and he will be with you. Okay? So, a submissive attitude towards God is an expression of fear of the Lord. Now, whenever you're submissive is when you submit yourself to God. Resist the devil and he flees from you. When you submit yourself to God, you give your whole self to God. Now, when we are high-handed or we are arrogant, self-sufficient and self-proclaiming, many of us are, including me, I always tell myself that always there's pride and ego. The greatest hindrance to any ministry is pride. And every day I work to this. Humility is the greatest. It's a virtue. And to get there, you need to work very hard. It doesn't come automatically. It's not a free gift from God. You have to praise God. The moment you praise God, you diminish, God increases. So it's a process that you follow. Have God's word in you. Keep on praising him because God dwells in the praises of his people. You will not praise God unless and until you love him. And unless and until you want to give your whole self to him. So when you praise God, miracles take place. Sometimes I would share one thing with you. Tonight, I just want to give you a bonus and this is what the Lord gave me today. He just told me one thing. I was not getting sleep early morning and I was finding it very hard to sleep at 4 o'clock in the morning. And then I said, Lord, how do I sleep? I'm not getting sleep. Immediately he told me, Galatians 2.20, he gave me the scriptures. So he take us to these two scriptures. <clears throat> This is another good script, one of my good favorite scriptures, apart from Romans 28-28. But this is what he gave me in the morning. And I and I was trying to understand why, Lord, why are you giving me 220? And I want you to understand the depth of the scripture. 
any one of you who is not getting sleep in the night or is going through a lot of anxiety okay i just want you to hold on to the scripture i have been crucified with christ that is in him i have shared his crucifixion it is no longer i who live but christ lives in me the life i now live in the body i live by faith by adhering to relying on and completely trusting in the son of god who loved me and gave himself up for me okay now this is a very powerful scripture if you are going through a stressful situation i will say hold on to this scripture this is been a very 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 important scripture in my life what here happens is you your flesh as newton said today he really quoted actually this scripture i have been crucified with christ that it means my outward self or the old vivek has died this is means i shared in his crucifixion the flesh is dead your old self old savior has died it means you no longer you who live the life that you want to live out of the flesh it is christ the very lord who lives in me okay the life i now live in the body i live by faith are you getting me it's not a life that you live through your word through faith and faith in god so you adhere completely trusting in the son of god who loved me and he gave himself for me now this scripture was followed by 1 peter 5:7 and he gave me these two scriptures and i slept like a baby fact i went to sleep and i realized that yes it is clear take me to 1 peter 5:7 now why have i taken you to this scripture realize that you are not flesh anymore your old self has died god lives in you if jesus truly lives in you how can there be fear or anxiety that comes in we are anxious all the time and remember the devil will give us all anxiety because we are living in you know times like this but one thing also very important for us to realize is this scripture which which goes after that 1 peter 5 7 casting all your cares all your anxieties all your worries and all your concerns once and for all on him for he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully now someone may say okay cast all your cares about jesus from on him for he cares about you do you know as a believer if you allow galatians 2:20 to operate in your life where you say i now don't longer live christ my lord lives in me means i've crucified my flesh to with christ so my old side has died or the old vivek has died i now live you know because of christ who loves me or i live because of him who has bought me then he truly christ lives in me then every care and worry on every anxiety has to be on him because he says it is mine it's not yours because i live in you so if i have an ego or a pride then i choose not to put my anxiety on the lord because here the word of god is very clear and very straightforward casting all your cares cares means all your anxieties all your worries and all your concerns you will be anxious about anything okay for he cares for he cares about you so you need to put it upon him he says lord it's yours i i i can i give all these anxieties to you that i'm going through 
it could be name the anxiety speak about the anxiety i'll tell you take the anxiety it could be anything fear there could be an anxiety that you fear you know you'll not get a raise in salary or you applied for a job there's some problem or someone said something to you you know take all that up and say lord all these are put upon you you take over because you live in me it's all upon you because you your words cast all your cares upon him because he cares about you so if i'm egoistic if i've got pride and out of my pride i choose to take it on then it's my decision because of my pride that i don't put it upon him because if he truly lives in you through galatians 220 then all your anxiety are his not yours and you have to give it to him you don't have a choice it's a mandate and this is what i learned today early morning and i don't have a choice i said lord it's all yours take it so it's important that we understand this so any time you are feeling perplexed or having anxiety remember galatians 220 it's god who lives in you so all the stresses that you're going through anxiety that you're going to cast it upon him and say lord you take it away name that anxiety and give it to him and know one thing that he has taken it over and just move on don't worry about anything what will happen he will take care just allow him to take care of it whatever the situation say thank you lord i know you'll take care of this and don't think about it. so if it makes sense yes vivek okay so it could be any kind of anxiety just follow these two scriptures and do it another thing is i've also realized that you know romans 8 26 and 27 are real active scriptures especially when we can't pray now at times it's difficult for us to pray and sometimes the it's you know you're caught in a stronghold and it's difficult for you to pray i would always encourage you to pray in tongues okay praying in tongues is very powerful we'll do a teaching on this how you can defeat the devil at all times when you pray in tongues because he does not understand the language of tongues i pray in a very special way that you know when you have this gift use this gift just start off and start praying in tongues i'd say if you if you got so much of anxiety it's all thoughts hitting you left right and center and you continuously pray in tongues you'll realize that the peace of god will come in it surpasses all understanding the devil is destroyed it's one of your greatest weapons of ballistic missiles you have that the holy spirit prays with your spirit and there's one spirit praying so use this gift of praying in tongues and we have this praying in tongues every morning so beautiful brought by run my brother russell i'm sure people are so blessed mightily not only here all across the world and and if you can't come in person listen to it online you know we share this teaching it's on our youtube also it's shared on whatsapp and if you can attend it and actual person really attend it so wonderful so we have this every morning so please if you can come in uh, it's wonderful we also have a wonderful rosary rosary and uh, divine mercy every evening after work here at 7 o'clock and see your timings in your country but it's a wonderful family that prays together and see one thing people ask me all the time is you preach the word of god you don't talk about mother mary don't talk about the saints you don't talk about anything i just tell you the strength behind my ministry is mother mary's intercession and i i understand this and it's very important for me because without her intercession i can't do a ministry of healing deliverance or praying or preaching god's word so we have to understand one thing is that when we speak the word we speak it with power when you say in the name of jesus and you command a situation things change i prayed for alcoholics in the name of jesus i 
I say this, people have stopped drinking alcohol. The taste of alcohol leaves them because the name of Jesus has so much of power. When you make up, when you start using God's word, with there is no place for Jesus. Please bless my brother or bless my husband or please pray or hope my husband stop drinking alcohol. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke the spirit of alcohol from my spouse or from whoever you're praying for because I know when I quote the name Jesus, every situation bows. You spirit of alcohol, you bow to me right now. You are under my control because I'm coming with the authority in Luke 10, 19, which God gave you the authority to speak out and cast that situation. I tell you, make these prayers and you see someone in Canada, someone in India, someone across the world, not even standing there. That spirit has to leave. This is the authority and this is the power of a believer. Now, when you get such things, you, you need an intercession or the powerful order of the ministry. Today, I'm preaching the word of God with power, but there's a team, Shanin, there's Savio, there's Russell, every day they're praying for me. There are so many people, the rosary session, the, all the groups, everyone praying. It's not possible without an intercession. So I just want to let you know that when you pray, let that power be in you. When you speak the word, that word should have such authority. You don't simply say in the name of Jesus for nothing. When you say the name of Jesus, there is thunder and lightning in the spiritual realm, waiting for the command. In the name of Jesus, you command an angel to go and find a job for you. Only do this job and say, I command you angels to go and get me a job. Northeast, west and south, go get me the job. Give the description of the job and say, thank you angels. I know we got the job. The angel will go and get you the job because that's the job of the angel. That's what the word of God says. They are ministering spirits. So we have to understand that the word of God, when you come to a Friday prayer meeting like this, you're getting equipped to go out and use these ballistic missiles in a real life situation. Because God is real and his word is real. And when you speak the word, there is power. So when he says, cast all your cares upon him, when he says you literally do it, because what I can only tell you one thing. Today, another thing I want to share with you, the Holy Spirit taught me. Savi, I just want to ask you one thing. Yes. Okay. Savi, if I'm going to meet you for lunch, okay, this is just an example. At 12 o'clock, say on, you know, on Sunday, maybe tomorrow or day after tomorrow, say Sunday. And you agree with me. Now we are in agreement. Yes. You could say, no, I don't want to meet you at 12 o'clock. I want to meet you at 2 o'clock. Yes. Okay, but I say, no, I have to meet you at 12 o'clock. You're saying at 2 o'clock. Is there an agreement now? No, there's a disagreement. There's a disagreement. Yes. Are you understanding? Yes. So this, this is today's, today the Holy Spirit taught me this. I'm giving you. And then I said, what do you mean, Lord? He says, when my word okay, is accepted by you, then you agree with me and it becomes agreement. I said, yes, Lord. So when my word says, cast your cares, this is today, this very scripture is today on him for he cares about you, then you do what it tells you because you agree with my word. You do not question it because you know when that anxiety has come in, you just give it to him and say, Lord, you take over. Because your word says, and I have to do it mandatorily. I can't say, no, no, Lord, I can choose not to give it to you. You don't carry it for me, Lord. I would like to carry it. But the word says, no, that anxiety does not belong to you. You take it and give it to him. So once you give it to him, you agree with God's word. Is this clear, Sabio? 
Yes. Yes, Vivek. When, when you agree with him, that anxiety leaves you because it doesn't have a choice. But I just want to share with you every prayer that you make. Okay. If you ever are in a situation where there's someone who needs prayers, you don't run to the preacher. You make the preacher an idol and everyone will go to the preacher. I don't want people to come here. I know I can pray and the prayers will definitely get answered. But I want to share one thing. How can I teach you to make the same prayers and those prayers are answered prayers? Take me to Philippians 2, chapter 9. This is a scripture I use for any kind of deliverance. Okay. And it has worked only 100% of the time. And I want to share this scripture with you. Use this scripture. Command any kind of spirit that is operating in the name of Jesus. And that spirit will bow to you. Okay. I'll give you two scriptures here today. And I want you to practice it on your own self. But remember one thing. When you're commanding in scripture in the realm of the spirit, the word of God has to be in you. Okay. This is my word. This is my word. Without the word of God, I don't operate. Okay. The word of God has to be inside you. Okay. Very, very critical and very, very important. Okay. So we have to understand one thing. Uh, the Lord has given me exactly what I want. Okay. Praise God. So, uh, for this reason, for this reason, also, because he obeyed and so completely humbled himself, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name. Number 10. So that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow in submission of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth. 11. And that every tongue will confess and openly acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, sovereign God, to the glory of God, the Father. Now, I just want you to understand one thing. If there is someone torturing you in your life and there's a spirit operating, you know that you're a believer. There's a spirit trying to trouble you through a person. You command that spirit and take that spirit under your authority in the name of Jesus. Because it says here, every knee shall bow. The word knee means every situation shall bow. Every spirit shall bow. Every demonic spirit is under your authority in the name of Jesus. The power of God is so powerful. If you realize this, there is no way that the devil can even try to get you if you realize the authority you have as a believer. This is one scripture I give you. And then you say, but brother, from where do I have the authority? Go to Luke 10, 19. So I'm giving you this to practice in your own life. But remember one thing, word of God has to be critical and in you. Okay, not as something you take every day and say, okay, I read four verses. You read two verses, but those two verses come alive in your life. That is what you need to have. You getting me? You have to have that word in you. It should actually come out of you and speak it out. Now, in the realm of the spirit, there is no please. The Lord never... Did you ever see Jesus say, please? Devil, please come out? No. Did you ever see any? So many times we ask the Lord, will he ever say, Jesus, please help me, please? He, he does not understand this kind of prayers. Okay. When you have got the authority, the people who do not 
understand who are not born again who are not in that realm would pray that prayer and i prayed it you prayed it we all prayed it okay but when we learn this new way of praying now we don't say lord please lord thank you okay now the authority this is the authority you have to put every spirit under you can you read this luke 10 19 so you are using two scriptures now one is philippians 2 10 11 and luke 10 19 you can use these scriptures in any situation praying for a person who is drunk people in pornography people who are jobless people who spirit of joblessness for many years now this is a evil spirit or there's any curse that is operating in the family or anything use this scripture and say it with authority believing that the word that has left your mouth has answered your prayer and you will only see a result which is very different from what's happened okay say this scripture please listen carefully i have given you authority that you now possess to tread on serpents and scorpions and the ability to exercise authority over all the power of the enemy that satan and nothing will in any way harm you so is that clear now yes okay so let's understand one thing as believers all of us have the power do not ever think that only the preacher has the power and if that preacher makes you think that only he has the power then he is not from god i would say that because he's trying to misuse me because my job here is not to allow people to come to me it is my job to ensure people make to same prayers and have the same authority which christ gave me he has given all of us no one is greater no one is lesser i would tell you only one thing you are not known by the tag you hold or the direct or the particular kind of you know prophet vivek or holy man vivek or brother vivek or whatever you are known by your faith that's it periods full stop you are known by the faith and faith comes through god's word we know that in romans 10:17 the word is in you you speak it out you will start seeing things like it never before in your life only remember one thing that every time the word leaves your mouth it's an answered prayer why should the word leave your mouth if you don't believe it's going to answer your prayer why so i just want you to know this because once you start realizing this that's when the holy spirit that's the spirit that operates in within you that's when the holy spirit really works that mighty miracles in us the lord always said let there be light command the holy spirit completes the job the spoken word is christ god is the source the holy spirit is the one who completes that's the trinity for you so let's remember one thing whenever you go to the father in the name of jesus you cannot even think or doubt that your prayer won't get answered it's answered that's it that's why a prayer of agreement is always answered because god's word said it whatever you ask the father in my name it will be done for you it's always answered when you are in one spirit and you're praying according to god's will which is his word and the timing is now when you make that prayer so it's always answered so i just want you all to try this out in your own life and see this is again a bonus which god gave me not part of this teaching but this is something that we have you know we can use in our daily life so as we as we are going a little ahead in now and understanding this we need to be submissive to god and allow him to take you know part of our lives let no arrogance pride come in because that will destroy us so the fear of the lord in a person who conducts himself like that is 
who says that he knows everything is not the fear of the lord a fear of the lord is a person who has lives in total humility totally subject to what god's word is telling him totally subject to the word of god another uh, another truth that is revealed in scripture that can what what fear can of you can become your god is in genesis chapter 31 now if you take me to 31 verse 42 this is where jacob is talking to his father in law laban and he's saying you didn't treat me right but god looked after me now i just want you to just take me to that scripture the first yeah go to genesis chapter 31 verse 42 if the god of my father the god of abraham and the feared one of isaac had not been with me most certainly you would you would have sent me away now empty handed god has seen my affliction and humiliation and the exhausting labor of my hands so he rendered judgment and rebuked you last night so here if you look at it god jacob has referred to god as the god of abraham and the fear of isaac so in other words if you look at it uh, what isaac feared was that was true god that he is there because he is always there protecting us being with us and in us having taking care of us always last time i taught of this you know jesus about the jesus being man okay i always shared one thing with you is that when you go to god the father to understand him now you get to the trinity in different stages okay first the holy spirit comes alive he talks to you you make the holy spirit everything you talk to him he talks to you he's always with you then you know jesus christ as the word because jesus the holy spirit makes jesus christ more real than every situation of your life okay it could be any kind of fear you know jesus when he steps in the miracle takes place but when you go further down in your prayer life you move to the father and when you move to the father you go in jesus name at this point of time you realize that the father is your daddy you call him abba you call him daddy you say i love you now this is another kind of a reverence that you get in when you go very close to the lord in the name of jesus you see every of my reflections every day is the prayer always to the father in the name of jesus every time you go to church listen when the holy spirit tells you all the mass the entire prayer is always to the father through jesus and it's always made with the power of the holy spirit the prayer your prayer partner is always the holy spirit because he is the one who makes the prayer and who teaches us how to pray because he's main area is to be helping us in our prayer life and talking to god but when you make that reverence with god the father and call him daddy you think the lord will not give us what we ask for you got the most richest father in the universe your daddy is the richest daddy you ever had the inheritance of your daddy is through his son jesus who took poverty to give us the inheritance of god so if you have an a uh, it's a kind of a check which has no amount on it but you could put any amount of it and it's not one check 
It's any amount of checks that you have. And that kind of check is the word of God, which is the scriptures that you have. You can claim things from the word because when you claim it and you believe it, it's a system. You follow Mark 11, 24. If you follow the system, you get the answer prayer. So if you understand the system, apply the rule, you get the answer prayer. What is the rule in Mark 11, 23, 24? Or 23 says, speak to the mountain. 24 says, believe you have received and it shall be yours. 25 says, forgive. If you follow this process, you will only see answered prayer in your life. How can there be no answered prayer in your life? There's no way you will not have answered prayer. But the point is not just the answered prayer. The point is the relationship. Do you have that relationship with God the Father through Jesus with the help of the Holy Spirit? So all prayers go to the Father through Jesus Christ and with the help of the Holy Spirit. And that's why I said many times, you may be wondering, I don't have anyone brother, to pray with me. That's where the Holy Spirit comes as your tag partner. Go to the Father and say, today I make this prayer of agreement with my best friend, the Holy Spirit. We both pray together with one spirit. And we are one spirit when we are praying. And we come to you in the name of Jesus. And your word says this. Now the point is, I want to ask you, you think that that prayer won't get answered? My question to you straight away. You don't have anyone to pray with you. The Holy Spirit and you are praying. Now when you know truly that the Holy Spirit is truly God and he lives in you, now you start revering him and you start knowing that he's slowly, slowly correcting every area of your life. Every area of your life starts moving in the right direction. Suddenly a job that you never had, you start getting. Suddenly you things that you never thought will happen, start happening. Suddenly the things that were very wrong start getting right. The people who are mistreating you start treating you well. So I'm just trying to tell you the miracle worker lives in us. We don't have to run searching him in different places. So many of us do many things thinking that I will kneel, I will stop doing this, I will stop eating, drinking liquor for, four, for 40 days and my life will change. My point is that you don't need to drink liquor at all. When the fear of God comes in, he's more tastier than your liquor that leaves. When the fear of God is in you, all kinds of pornography leave because you don't like that. You can't see it because he becomes real to you. He, he is in you. Your old self dies. And that's why it's so important for us to understand this very, very teaching of the fear of the Lord. Okay. I'll take one or two more scriptures and take this up in another session because there's again depth of this teaching. But I wanted you to understand one thing as what we'll also cover is you have to learn how to get into the fear of the Lord. Now we'll take some more scriptures and we'll make an important or powerful prayer at the end. Uh, I just want to pray a prayer of kind of a deliverance for our lives. I'm not prepared anything, but I'm going to use the same scriptures I talked about because I want to believe, I want you to understand that you have the same authority which God has given everyone to make any kind of prayer and believe the word of God is our tools that we use in our daily life. Okay. You lose something, you ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I've lost something. He'll immediately give you an answer. Go look here. Sometimes you look in places where you don't even think you can look at and there you find the thing which you're lost. Now, this is just the physical. Imagine if you're lost yourself in the very prayer life. You say, Holy Spirit, I've lost my very focus in the Lord. The Holy Spirit will refine you 
and get you back to that place where you need to find yourself. So I want you to have that kind of relationship, and that is what I pray today, that we get to that stage of having that relationship and having God as a relationship, not worried about what these things are. So take me to Genesis chapter thirty-one, verse fifty-three. Thirty-one fifty-three, Vivek. Yeah, thirty-one. Yeah, fifty-three. The God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Nahor, my father, and the God, the image of worship, of their father, Terah, an idolater, judge between us. But Jacob swore only by the one true God, the fear of his father Isaac. Now here, the one thing is, remember one thing here in this scripture: the object of Isaac's fear was his God. Okay. Likewise, when you fear your God, okay, what you fear is your God. Let me ask you a question: If you fear poverty, What happens of him? Will have poverty in your life. That becomes your god. God, yes. So what you fear becomes your god. Please get this right. Whatever you fear in life, that becomes your god. So if you fear poverty, you're very scared. You fear poverty. You believe that you're so fearful of poverty, then that becomes your god. So you have to be clear about what you fear in life, because that becomes your god. Now, someone who fears sickness and disease. What happens to them? That big sickness and disease becomes their god. Exactly, and this is the revelation of understanding God's word. When you start fearing something, that very thing you fear becomes your god. So when he swore by only one god, that was the god of his father Isaac, he said, "I stand by that god. There's only one god in my life, no other god. There's no fear, nothing. Everything is him." Now, if you put this in perspective and understand. If there is only one God, then why should I fear? I am created by Him. He chooses to take me. I move out of this world. I go back to Him. My spirit goes back to the Father. There is no fear. He takes control of everything. If you are truly one spirit with God, there should be no fear in you. But we all fear, including me. My point here is, if we truly trust God and we have the fear of God in us, then that fear will be out of total reverence. Nothing else will play take any other place. Poverty can't take a place in God because God is God above everything. He is God. I do not allow any other fear to take any control of my life because everything is God. So that is what this whole text is that we understand that the moment we start making anything else or we start fearing, that very becomes our job, our very God. Many people fear joblessness. And that becomes their God. Their fear is their God. So ensure what you are fearing, and do you fear the Lord? Is He your God? Is a question mark for us. Now let's get to Jesus' perspective. And uh, so it's very imperative to study the fear of the Lord in the light of Jesus. Now Jesus was truly God's very own beloved Son. Okay, 
who pleased his father all the days of his life and we know that he went to pray always prayed to the father the whole night and that's how god blessed him mightily just remember he was 100% divine and 100% human but remember the one jesus he prayed all the night to the lord being god himself think about us and how we need to worship god when we have the true living god living in us now we have the holy spirit who lives in us now jesus was the messiah the anointed one that israel was expecting he described seven distinct aspects of the holy spirit that would rest on jesus now this is what isaiah had said in the book of isaiah chapter 11 verse 2 if you read this we will understand there's a sevenfold manifestation of the holy spirit here when he gave this manifestation take me to isaiah chapter 11 verse 1 and 2 then a shoot the messiah will spring from the stock of jesse david's father and a branch from his roots will bear fruit and the spirit of the lord will rest on him the spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and strength the spirit of knowledge and of the reverential and obedient fear of the lord yes now i just want to share with you the first thing and the spirit of the lord will rest on him now here we can see a sevenfold manifestation of the holy spirit okay a list of the seven spirits of god but the first one the list of the seven spirit the first one is the spirit of the lord okay the spirit of the lord here means is the first person as god himself okay the spirit of the lord is the spirit of god himself who speaks now i want to take you to another scripture which will understand make this understanding clear that the holy spirit speaks as god himself okay so take me to acts chapter 13 verse 2 acts while they were serving the lord and fasting the holy spirit said set apart for me barnabas and saul paul for the work to which i have called them now here if you notice the holy spirit was himself speaking as god and this is the spirit of the lord is upon you so the holy spirit speaks as god himself and says what he needs to do so god himself is speaking through the holy spirit here for the work which i have called them okay so the first thing in if you looked at isaiah chapter 11 verse 1 and 2 okay is the spirit of the lord you know then there are the other gifts you see the spirit of the lord shall rest upon him okay uh, the list continues if you look at it take me back again isaiah chapter 11 verse 1 and 2 there's the spirit of wisdom the spirit of understanding the spirit of counsel the spirit of might the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the lord okay 
can you see the last one the spirit of knowledge and of the reverent and obedient fear of the lord and he will delight in the fear of the lord see the third verse 3 His delight is in the fear of the Lord. Can you read this again and uh, read the whole three, please? Very, very critical scripture. Go for it. Then a so shoot. No, no, no. Read bus- only verse, verse only three. Verse three. Yeah. Yeah. And he will delight in the fear of the Lord, and he will not judge by what his eyes see. Nor make decisions by what his ears hear. Okay, now let's let's understand this. This whole thing was about a prophecy that Jesus would have the sevenfold manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so Jesus was marked out as Messiah by the sevenfold anointing of the Holy Spirit, which was upon him. The seventh and the final anointing was the fear of the Lord, and we we clearly see that there, the spirit of knowledge and of reverence and the fear of the lord and you also see in verse 3 that his he will delight in the fear of the lord this is something now we can definitely understand one thing if jesus himself god's very beloved son with the messiah and savior was marked out by the fear of the lord and he would delighted in the fear of the lord then how can you or me or all of us ever dare to say we don't need the fear of the lord this is something that you need to question ourselves if our very lord god and savior delighted in the fear of the lord then who are we to question whether we should have the fear of the lord or not have you understood this sir yes vivek so now we go to an important part that it has to be learned the fear of the lord has to be learned you don't get it automatically it has to be learned so let's understand this let's look at the conditions that we need to meet to have the fear of the lord in our life and this is in psalms 34 verse 1 verse 11 now here the holy spirit is speaking to us and what he says psalms 34 verse 11 come you children listen to me i will teach you to fear the lord with all inspired reverence and worship and worship him with obedience okay so what it says here it says it you know it says come you children listen to me i will teach you to fear the lord okay the fear of the lord has to be taught and it, and if we listen to the holy spirit we will he will teach us how to fear the lord but if we don't listen he won't teach us how to fear the lord the holy spirit goes on to again if you take me to psalm again verse 12 and 13 the, the next two verses who is the man who desires life and loves many days that he may see good keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit 
Okay, the first mark of the person who receives the fear of the Lord is manifested in his speech, the way he uses his mouth. So first question that we need to ask ourselves, and this is very critical and important is, what are we speaking from our mouth? Okay, so does the way I speak represent the fear of the Lord? Or am I at times arrogant, self-pleasing, fearful, irritated, impatient, complaining, complaining, grumbling, unwilling to receive correction. Now, this is with all of us, including me at times, who don't like to be corrected. And then you realize, yes, this is all the pride in me that is not allowing me to change. And then you slowly realize that this correction is good for me. Now, it's important for us to realize that if these are in me, that I'm not really living or work in being in the fear of the Lord. So, so we must choose to have the fear of the Lord and look at this in Proverbs chapter 1, God is speaking to people who have rejected him and he says something terrible that some, sometimes we don't even really appreciate how God, how, how forceful God can be <clears throat> Sorry, about this. We have a picture in our minds uh, of, a count, of a courteous old gentleman up there in heaven who never says anything difficult or hard or unpleasant. He just cuddles us. Okay, and we always think that's God. But that's not. We have to read and understand this from Proverbs and how it is important that we have fear of the Lord in us. Take me to this, and this is the most critical part of our teaching. This is Proverbs chapter 1, verse 25 to 29. And you treated all my counsel as nothing and would not accept my reprimand. I also will laugh at your disaster. I will mock when you dread and panic come. When your dread and panic come like a storm and your disaster comes like a whirlwind. When anxiety and distress come upon you as retribution, then they will call upon me wisdom, but I will not answer. They will seek me eagerly, but they will not find me because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord that is obeying him with reverence and awe-filled respect. So if you look at this clearly, you, you'll wonder what kind of God we serve, okay? But the very point is this, like Deuteronomy 28, the first 14 verses are blessings. If you obey my voice and hear my words and do what I tell you, these are the blessings. If you do not obey my words and do not listen to what I tell you, these are the 56 curses that are there. Now the point here is that what God is saying that he will mock when terror comes. That's God is saying he will not answer when you call when you call upon him. The last two lines make this very, very clear. Why? Because the people hated knowledge okay, and they did not choose the fear of the Lord. That is obeying him with reverence and awe-filled respect. Now, this is important in our lives is that we, if we serve our God, we should obey him. And that very God we serve provides all our needs. 
we shall never lack in life. If we understand this truly and have the fear of God in us, then He has to provide everything. He has to take care of our lives. He has to put destiny helpers in our life where we need help. That's His job. Allow Him to do His job and let those destiny helpers come in and bless our lives because that's the very purpose of how God works. He makes people work and gives them in our lives. So someone finds you a job, suddenly destiny helper helped you, got you there. And someone or the other helps the other. The Holy Spirit always inspires them to help us. So if you do not choose to fear the Lord, there is every indication that God will not restrain his judgments in your life. Now, one thing which is clear, it all starts from this. And this is something that you need to underline in your Bible. This is the first scripture that brings up the fear of the Lord. Proverbs 1 verse 7. The reverent fear of the Lord, that is, worshipping him and regarding him as truly awesome, is the beginning and the preeminent part of knowledge, its starting point and its essence. But arrogant fools despise skillful and godly wisdom and instruction and self-discipline. Okay, so if we adopt a contemptuous attitude, it means towards the fear of the Lord. It means we're not really bothered about this. We are simply advertising our own foolishness. So it says arrogant fools despise wisdom and instruction. They don't like correction. They don't like self-discipline. And they hate wisdom of God. So this is what it is. But the point here is, take me to again another scripture, Proverbs 3.7. Now, when you become arrogant is when you know it all and what the Lord says about this do not be wise in your own eyes fear the Lord with reverent awe and obedience and turn entirely away from evil Okay, so when we, are, we do not trust in our own wisdom, when, we are, not, when we, we are not to trust in our own wisdom and our own understanding, okay, we've got to surrender to God. This is what it means here. It's very clear. And if you are brimming with total self-confidence, you're so full of yourself, you say, I know it all. No, no need to help me. Now, many of us we have gone through that part of life where we say, I know it all. I don't need help. Sorry, I don't believe there's a God and I don't need any help in this life. Okay. And you see it also in people's life and you feel sad about it because people, even we walk that very part one day in life saying that I don't need any help because I know it all. This is the kind of brimming self-confidence that we have and think that we have all the answers and you have no place for the fear of the Lord in your life. Another thing is that it's saying is depart from evil. If you notice this word says fear from evil. Okay, or get away from evil. What happens here is we are told that we cannot associate with evil and have the fear of the Lord. You can't be doing evil things and having God's fear as well. If you have fear of God in your life, you will not even move a pencil if it does not belong to you. You put it back. You say, Lord, this is not mine. And I know you're watching me. If there is fear of the Lord, if there is a wrong thought that comes in, immediately you'll cast that thought down and you'll fight it back in the name of Jesus and say it is written. 
because you have for a fear of the lord in your eyes god is first his honest his awesomeness is in you in the face of any situation you put him first and you say lord you are first point that finger up there if somebody thanks you and say thank you for that prayer you answered your prayer it was fantastic brother sister you made that prayer it was great said all glory to god point the finger up there as is not me it's him let's glorify him he did it let's not take anything and say it is mine all our lives we say we have cleared so many big exams past exams got degrees positions and said i did it all but for once you many times you realize that it all happened because god gave us a chance should we not thank the creator for giving us this blessings so we should be away from evil and not associated any kind of evil to have the fear of the lord if you are going to have the fear of the lord in our life we must depart from evil so we cannot be combining evil and the fear of the lord we must make a choice either we are going to make what we are going to make room for in our lives either the fear of the lord or the things that are evil so this is a straightforward question that we have in our lives as we end the teaching today the question here is do we have the fear of the lord or things that are evil now to have the fear of the lord is to have that relationship and have him his eyes are looking at me all the time all the time his eyes are looking at me he has created me he knows me even before a thought come come upon me he knows my thought what an awesome god we serve that even before i think something he knows what my thought is going to be and in psalm 139 that's a beautiful psalm i would say that this psalm is something that you should meditate upon where can i go from a flee from your presence of god if i go to the north you're there south you're there east you're there west you're there jesus has gone down took sin on himself and gone even below the worst sin of our life even below that so he can pick us up from there remember he never sinned but carried the sin upon him being man himself he understands what we go through being in the flesh so when we are going through a pit situation of our life remember like the prodigal son to stand up and turn around and say i will go back to my father it doesn't matter that's why today's him come as you are that's how i want you i don't want you to change just get up move back and say lord i'm sorry and just enter the house so it's so important that we realize this because once we do this things start changing in our life so let's always have the fear of the lord i pray in a special way today for people who are really hungry for god's word and for all the people who listen to god's word who come friday after friday who are hungry for this this teaching teaching after teaching and the holy spirit is so real how many of you feel that when you come this friday i really want a real genuine feedback that your your life is really touched by god's word through this friday prayer meeting if your life is really touched you can feel the presence of the holy spirit not the brother or the vivek or whoever is preaching but you can feel that word is really touching you put an amen there just to know that your life is being blessed and you're really being blessed by the holy spirit because it's important that this is life changing okay it's life changing this word is not going to the word coming in you cannot keep you there it has to change you it has to change you and it it just it just cannot be inside you and not do anything there's going to be a change in your life there is going to be a direction change the person you are yesterday cannot be the same person today you are going to change and i i share this with all my heart because i know i changed the same preacher preaching today would never preach if i did not know god's word changes 
and I shared with you, scribble your Bible. Allow the Bible to be scribbled. I scribble a lot. Many of my reflections come from the Bible every morning. So I have got a study Bible, so it helps me to give reflection or put these reflections down. But one thing that I get from this is put a guard around your heart. I had this reflection, which I shared twice, but it's a beautiful reflection. Is that, you know, from Proverbs 4.13, 4.23. Be careful. Watch your heart at all times. Okay? Proverbs 4.23. And Philippians 4.6 and 7. Do not be anxious or worried about anything. But with all prayer and petition and thanksgiving, continue to make your specific request to God. I would say there's so much. Today I just shared yesterday's thanks. There's power in the name of Jesus. Try to use this power. Pray a situation. It could be your own child. It could be someone in your family who's got into an addiction of alcohol. Just take one addiction. I want you to command that spirit of alcohol. Put it under your feet because you have the authority of Jesus. Do it. Do not wait for the preacher. I want you to make that prayer. Do not pray a prayer begging. When you make that prayer, you pray with command. When you speak that word out from your mouth, you say in the name of Jesus. The moment that name leaves your mouth, there's a command. That spirit comes under you. is subject to you. Now he's waiting for an answer. Where do you want to go? Remember the pigs came where, where there's a demonic and the person had you know legion. Legion means 6,000 demons. And he tells Jesus, put me in the pigs. So they're waiting for you where to go. Always put them in the lake of fire and sulfur and let them be judged by God. So so this is important for us to realize, to use our prayer life as a believer with power. Let's not live lives as a Christian, just, you know, like normal lives, keeping on begging, Jesus, please, please help me, please help me. That we prayed, we all prayed that, including me, begging, we prayed, we prayed, we prayed. But now you have been born again on the spirit. The spirit lives in you. You have the fear of the Lord in you. You know the power you have. Is real okay so today what i'll do is instead of praying all deliverance let's pray a prayer of agreement again and today we pray for whatever intentions you have there i'll bring up all specific intentions in the area of finances in the area of relationships in the area of health and in the area of making a relationship with god and let's agree together. Today, what we do is, I want you to, the Holy Spirit told me today, is that if you are praying for something, let's remember the people who have a similar problem. You know, whenever we pray for people who have a similar problem to us, our prayers get answered. How many of you have experienced it? Amen. If you are praying for someone, if you start praying, stop focusing on your problem and remembering someone else. Save up. You're not getting sleep in the night. And you pray for all the people who, have, who don't get sleep in the night. You just keep praying for them. You stop looking at yourself. Take the focus out of you and move to the other people. Someone who's praying for jobs is continuously praying for jobs, but always thinking, I'm not getting a job, not getting a job, not getting a job. Why am I not getting I'm stressed about it? Stop now. Forget yourself. Pray for all the jobless people in the world. From tonight, do this. Just do this. If you're praying for a sickness to be healed, pray for the other people with a similar sickness to be healed. Stop praying about your sickness. Say, Lord, deliver them by the stripes and wounds of Jesus. Let them be completely healed. Keep on praying, 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 praying. You won't even realize you'll be healed completely. 
So this is how we pray. So tonight we pray Matthew 18, 19. Can you take me to that scripture, Savio? See, these are simple prayers. I just want you to know. I'm just taking a prayer. I could take another powerful prayer and pray. But I just want you to know a prayer of the heart is always an answered prayer. You can pray this with your child. And the most beautiful thing is to pray with your child. Imagine if you're teaching them at this young age to make a prayer of agreement. They would pray with their friends in a kindergarten and imagine say, oh, you have a problem? My mom taught me how to pray. Let's pray together. And imagine they make prayer of agreement and the father says, be like a child. And their prayers are answered. Think of it if you can give the gift of Jesus to a child at their young age and teach them how to pray. They couldn't be a better prayer. I can't, you will not be able to thank God more because your children have got Jesus at a young age. And that is what we need, the bold prayer. Please don't teach your children to beg. Teach them to pray with God's word. Life will change. Okay, the word of God says, again, I say to you, if two believers on earth agree, what it says, if two believers, so we have to be believers on earth agreeing, that is of one mind and in harmony about anything that they ask within the will of God. The will of God is God's word. Okay. It will be done for them by my father in heaven. Many of you or many of us, including me, didn't understand the will of God. The will of God is his word. Okay. Now, sometimes you wonder, is it God's will that I be healed? Savio? Yes. Are you sure? Is it his will that you should be healed? Yes, his word, his word says that I am healed by his stripes and wounds. I am healed. Exactly. exactly. So is it important? Is it God's will that you're financially blessed and you have all your provisions met? His word says that he will provide all of my needs. Yes, correct. Is it, is it his word that we, with all our anxiety should be cast upon him? Yes. He says that he will that to cast all our burdens on him and he will take care of us. So have you understood? Now we've just taken three examples, okay? If the word says it, it is his will. Okay, so if you feel that you don't have a job and God should provide you a job, is it his will that you get a job, Sarvi? Yes, his word says that he's provided us everything, all that we ask for. Now, if you're praying for an anointing of the Holy Spirit and want a spiritual gift, is it his word that you should get the, the will? The, the gift of the Holy Spirit? Yes. His word provides us. There are some people asking for the gift of tongues. Is it his, is it his will that you get the gift of tongues? Yes. <clears throat> okay. Uh, so 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Okay. The whole thing is about the gift of tongues. And, you know, I just want you to understand that God's will is his word. Okay. So today when we pray, let's believe God's will and let's pray for an answer. Okay. So, Let's let me raise my hand. Do lift your hands out in faith and be connected in one spirit. Okay. So now I agree with you for whatever your needs are. And we remember one thing. We remember the people all across the world who are going to go hungry tonight without food. I don't know why the Lord wants me to talk about this, but remember we should not waste our food on the table. We think that we have too much, but remember the ones who would go to sleep hungry without food. And as we pray right now, it says, your word father says, your word says that if two believers on earth agree in one mind and in harmony and in one spirit about anything that they ask. So brothers and sisters, right now make your petition to the Lord.
whatever is your heart's desire pray for it also remember the ones having a similar problem to what you have or similar petition whatever the prayer of your heart whatever we pray especially for people who are praying for jobs for that them god that they bless them with jobs so that they get the money lord they put food on the table they can't be a better thing lord to bless them i pray in a special way that people are financially blessed in these pandemics so that they can pay the rent they can pay the bills they can pay the mortgage so that their house is not taken away but they have the funds to pay for all this Lord, you provide them with small businesses. Provide them with a job. Provide them with something to keep that very family alive. Father, we also pray and lift up the people who are got into addictions of alcohol because of joblessness, because of no finance, or because addictions because of anything related to finance. We break and rebuke that spirit in the name of Jesus. we also lift up people who are health situations who are unhealthy people with cancers people with viruses people with all kinds of disease at whatever stage they are not your word says by their stripes and wounds of jesus they are completely healed you are not healing anymore you claim the healing for them whoever they are we heal them right now in the name of jesus and the authority of jesus we command that spirit that of sickness that is in them to leave in the name of Jesus now because that subject that spirit is subject to our authority in the name of Jesus as per Luke 10:19 we also lift up anyone who's praying for relationships especially relationships in marriages that are breaking down because of a disagreement the devil's job is to create disagreement and disunity and break and destroy lord we pray that the word ego in our marriage is destroyed because that very ego has destroyed marriages after marriages the very stubborn spirit that of knowing it all has spoiled and taken away good marriages and even friendships and every kind of thing lord we pray restoration in the name of jesus Holy Spirit, restore every broken marriage, every broken relationship in the name of Jesus. Anyone praying for a relationship right now, your prayer is an answer. And we also lift up people who want to be hungry for God's word. Lord, bless them with the gift of tongues, gift of visions, gift of prophecy, and every gift that the people are praying for, because this is what your word says in Ephesians one three, that you bless us with every spiritual gift in Christ Jesus, in the heavenly places. Yes, Lord. you claim all the scripts that we need for our ministry to serve you may your holy spirit dwell in us and help us in our daily lives and any other intention that we pray for right now the word says it will be done for them by my father in heaven we claim this as an answered prayer right now in our lives you have spoken this word say thank you jesus for my answer prayer just speak it out wherever you are don't unmute thank you jesus for my answer prayer i've received what i've got and thank you for already giving it to me
Thank you, Lord, for this prayer of agreement we made is so powerful that every prayer, that intention that has been made and raised right now is an answer. Every person who has made this prayer truly from their heart, believing that they have already received it and spoken it out from their mouth, speaking out and said that we have received this prayer, you have received your answer prayer right now. You need to testify because this is an answer prayer. One scripture which we prayed right now and you see the manifestation, how real it is. Please pray the scripture with your own family, with your friends and wherever your chance to pray, pray with one another because there's a great, the greatest power is when you pray this prayer of agreement in faith. I hope this teaching was a blessing. So please share this teaching with everyone and God bless all of you. Thank you, Savio, for your support and everybody. And please share your testimonies. And if you love this teaching, give glory to God. Share it on the WhatsApp group and let glorify God. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, everyone. Good night and God bless you. Take care. Thank you, Vivek. Bye, Savio.